Hey everyone, JD here. Before we get started, I wanted to talk to you about the Dirty Muppets Project. As many of you know, I've had this idea to put together a reel or supercut of all the Muppets' dirtiest moments for... I've had it, I've had it for some time now, and I'm still going through with it. However, I will quite probably be visiting the University of Maryland in a few months, uh, sometime around February, I think, and I might be able to get additional material from their digital Henson library. Maybe. I just wanted to ask you if you think it's worth it to wait that long before releasing the video, in case I can get some other special editions that way, or if I should just uh, go with what I've got for now and get it out by Christmas time. Let me know by sending me an email at me, M-E, at MuppetHub.com. Now, sit back, relax, and, well, you know the drill. So, Claimant, I got you a reservation at Katsuya for Denise's birthday tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Am I supposed to pick up a gift, too? Or have you decided you want to be part of your own relationship? Oh, oh no, I'm not getting her anything. She said she didn't want a gift. Oh, is that what she said? Yeah. Hmm, let me look that up in my lady translator. What? Boop, 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 boop. Oh, look at that. She wants a gift. She does? Yep. What am I going to do? Her birthday's tomorrow, and I'm a terrible gift giver. Ugh, it's Ugh. true. Last year for Christmas, you got me a stuffed gorilla that sings Jungle Boogie every time mm. somebody moves. Ooh, what'd you use, your CVS reward points? I'm a frog. I buy a lot of moisturizer. Mm, well, whatever you get her, it better blow her away. Mm. Because if she's unimpressed, mm. the doubts will creep in, mm. and your relationship will soon unravel like this spool of thread. Oh. Oh. Oh, no. Do you have any suggestions? Well, I don't present solutions. Just dramatic problems. <laughs> oh, boy. When the Muppet Show is over, you know where to go. Come on down to Ralph's Tavern and let's talk Muppets. Hello and welcome to Ralph's Tavern. On the menu today, we've got Correcting Kim, Your Two Bucks, and more. Today's house special is The X Factor, the sixth episode of The Muppets on ABC. Joining us this week is Steve Swanson from The Muppet Cast. And now, here's your host, J.D. Hansel. Hello, once again, dear listeners, and welcome to another fun episode of Let's Talk Muppets, The Muppet Review Show. Boy, do we have a lot to talk about in this one, and we have so little time because... Be because I don't have enough time in my life, okay? Gosh, making this podcast is really hard. But seriously, folks, I've actually tried to put together a little video of what goes into the editing process for making this show, but I couldn't get the audio and video to sync up, so that may or may not be released at some point soon. I don't know, but I was just demonstrating what went into editing the first five minutes or so, and it was a 25-minute video. So you can see, it's it's a pretty long process. Whenever I make an episode, just remember that it took me five times as long to make it as it did for you to listen to it. So I don't know if that video is going to come out, but I think that my friend Steve Swanson uh, from everyone's favorite podcast, The Muppet Cast, can probably attest to that. Isn't that right, Steve? That is right, actually. I, I thought I really thought you were going to say, and we're going to watch the video right now on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, we can't do it because I don't have the video, you see. I no. can't get it to work. The syncing has not been going very well for me in Premiere lately. In fact, I was trying to put together a Back to the Future supercut just the other day in which I strung all three movies into one, the way they're meant to be seen. Oh, gosh. And, well, what do you mean, oh, gosh? is that? No, that's an ambitious task. It, it's an ambitious task aside from the fact that it's as if the movies are designed for you to make this supercut. 
Well, like yeah. they're designed to be one continuous film. And that's yes. that's what I want to see. I want to see it all as one continuous video, as I assume a lot of people would. That's the only way to watch the trilogy. So, um, so I tried to do that. I'm still having these sync issues. So I'm going to do some research to try to fix that up to see if we can get that uh, video out there. But uh, since it's still time for housekeeping stuff anyway, would you like to tell people what's been going on over at MuppetCast.com? Well, uh, actually, a little bit. Uh, quite a lot. On the whole, um, last weekend, I was down in Walt Disney World and having a great time. Uh, went to Muppet Vision 3D almost every day of my trip because, uh, well, JD, I know you think you're talking to an accomplished Muppet podcaster, but really, I am just a giant nerd who was the Muppets' biggest fan. And I made a couple really neat recordings that will come out in the Muppet Cast podcast really soon. Uh, so that was a really fun weekend. And then on my flight home, I was notified that, well, my website got hacked. Like, hacked. Whoa. Hacked. Yeah. And so the beginning part of this week has been spent regaining control of my website, which I'm happy to say I now have. Yay. Delighted cheering. Yes, so crisis averted, all the content, everything is still there, but it was just, uh, well, somebody thought they'd be cute. And, you know, whenever you, uh, whenever you get hacked, you first spend time, you, you kind of go up in your head and go, why did someone do this to me? And, well, it doesn't really have anything to do with you. It's just someone decided that they were going to try to be clever and hack a popular website. So uh, I learned plenty about website security this week, J.D. Oh, boy. As well as enjoying this new episode of The Muppets. And what a week it's been in Muppets. Oh, my lord. What's happening with this show? Okay, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. All we'll right, that's get fine. To that. That's but fine. You listeners can find all of that stuff going on over at The Muppet Cast. Well, okay, you can't find the hacker who did the hacking over at The Muppet Cast. But all no. the cool stuff that Steve's been up to with his uh, the artwork challenge that you've got going on. Remind me the name oh, of Oh, that? that's actually, yes, the winner of that contest will be crowned in the next episode. So somebody's about to win a pretty cool art piece that is, uh, well, it wouldn't be cheap if they were buying it. I'll tell you that much. Uh, it's going to be really cool. We don't know what it's going to be because the winner gets to pick what Muppet character uh, that artwork is going to be. So we all get to kind of see that as it's getting created, I think. And then that person gets to take it home. That's fantastic. So I'm yes. sure we're all going to listen in over at MuppetCast.com. And you can find that show on Facebook at MuppetCast.com slash Facebook. And for me, you can visit MuppetHub.com to listen to other episodes of my podcasting uh, stuff. Did you get yes. to hear last week's show, Steve? Let's talk about this. I really enjoyed last week's show. I was, in, in a way, I was almost kind of sad that I wasn't there for Jared to pick a fight with me. Yeah, I know. I really would have loved fun. to see that. It would have been great. Yes, yes. Actually, I'm going to bring that up in just in just a second. I'm getting to that. But first, I have to find my place in my notes so I know where I was going to go with that segue. Anyway, if you haven't done so yet, check out the outtakes and bloopers from the last episode of the show by going to our 11 Point Color YouTube channel. And please, subscribe to that, all of you listeners. That Everybody be, should be subscribed to that, yes. Everyone should be subscribed to that, because that's where you can listen to full episodes of this show, and then I've got the behind-the-scenes 
bloopers and outtakes and stuff, and I'm posting, whenever I can, retro clips, so to speak, older clips and highlights from 11-point collar episodes. So that's uh, really fun to do, really fun to look back on some of those great moments. And that's uh, youtube.com slash JD11PC, right? No, I actually don't have control over what that URL is. YouTube oh. doesn't let me control that. Oh, that's too bad. Okay. YouTube, well. yeah, they're jerks. So uh, I'll uh, want to make something stupid up. So let's do MuppetHub.com slash YouTube. I, that probably goes to MuppetHub.com's main YouTube page. I don't know. Let's find out. I'm curious. Well, we're we're going to find out this week, aren't we? We're yeah. going to find out right now. You listening at home, go there right now and see if JD's actually done anything yet. Oh, I did do it. I did actually redirect that over to Muppet Hub's main oh, YouTube page. Oh, look at that. It's taken already. Taken. You're so smart. Oh, that's, that's, it's taken. What? By me. Oh, okay, that's you, fine. There's a difference between the 11 Point Collar YouTube channel and the Muppet Hub YouTube channel. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Right, that's All the problem. Right. I had very good reasons for separating them into two channels. Can't remember what those reasons were right now. I know exactly how that goes. Yeah. Yep. I think it mostly had to do with the fact that uh, I wanted the Muppet Hub YouTube channel to be for actual video content. So that if you got a notification that there was a video coming out, you weren't you know, surprised to just see it's just audio you've already heard before mm -hmm. from the podcast. Additionally, uh, with the way I do the highlights from 11PC, a lot of times when I get the chance to post them, I'll post several in one day. So if, you, if you're subscribed to get notifications whenever Muppet Hub posts a new video on the main Muppet Hub channel, which you should be, uh, then you would just be getting a whole bunch of needless notifications in one day. Does that make sense? No, but that's okay. okay. All right, well... I have my reasons, okay? Yeah, I know what that's I'm doing. Fine. So okay. if you go to MuppetHub.com slash Gribaziggy, you can get <sighs> to the 11 Point Collar YouTube channel. No, no. MuppetHub.com slash uh, uh, Don Juan Pran. Mmm. Glad you, get, you went there. Yeah, yes. Then you get to the 11 Point Collar YouTube channel. So I'm not going to lie. I looked up IamPepe.com on GoDaddy and surprise, surprise, it is taken. However, if you go there, there isn't anything there, which leads me to believe that Disney just bought the domain so that we couldn't buy the domain and yeah. do something silly with it. Yeah, exactly. I looked it up as well and found that uh, it seemed like they didn't get any hosting plan for it or anything like that. Yeah, actually, I found that there was no hosting when I it's when I really looked into it, no unavailable. hosting. It's just they yeah. they yeah. ABC bought the domain. You can tell if you look at the right websites that it yeah. was ABC that bought it wisely, as I knew they would have. But unfortunately, that email address doesn't go anywhere, which but is I a am shame. Pepe, I am Pepe .net, still available uh -oh. for now. For now is right. It probably won't be for long. Nope, not now. It won't. Well, anyway. Yes. Uh, if you listeners get the chance, take a look at the 11 Point Collar YouTube channel and also take a look at my Fiverr page at fiverr.com slash JD11PC. Uh, if you want to hire me for a voice acting gig or if you just want to see a video of how awkward I look on camera. And that's a good enough reason to check it out, I should think. You can contact me by going to me, M-E, at MuppetHub.com and follow me on Twitter at JD11PC. Follow along with Let's Talk Muppets on the Twitter page when we're doing our live tweets at New Muppet Show. And, and you can get, you can get Twitter-pated with JD. I just thought of that. What is that? What do you mean? I don't... It's okay. Just go on. Okay. All right. I was just going to say that That you... guy thought it was... He got, he got it right uh, over there. Oh, no, good. That's... Good. The, wait, the one in the hat or the one to the left? No, the one in the hat right there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 
Anyway, like us on Facebook at mubbithub.com slash Facebook. And I think this brings us to a new segment haha, called Your Two Bucks. It's basically your two cents, just adjusted for inflation. I'm going to do this instead of a phone a friend segment this week, just because I want to remind you to email me and tweet at me and comment on our stuff so we can all be a part of the conversation. So I'm going to begin with a message that was sent to us from uh, John, John Edward Genius from Norway, whom you may remember from the first time we did a phone a friend segment a few weeks ago. Take a listen. Uh, hi, JD, and uh, hello, uh, Let's Talk Muppets. John Edward here again from uh, from Norway. And you know what? I was thinking, uh, I've been thinking this whole week, because I said that I never knew the Muppets, you know, as a child. But I just wanted to chime in real quick and tell you that I knew the Muppets. Well, I didn't know the Muppets, but I knew the work of Jim Henson. I just didn't know. Uh, because when I was a child, I watched two different TV shows. Well, I watched more than two, but two of the TV shows were Sesame Station and Fraggles. Now, Sesame Station, it was on, uh, it happened on a railway with Norwegian actors, uh, but it had the, uh, se- the segments from, the, uh, from Sesame Street. So I was watching Bert and Ernie dubbed into Norwegian and Cookie Monster, and I will, I don't remember this, but we probably had Kermit in Norwe- Norwegian too. And I love that, and uh, I'm still a huge fan of that show. It doesn't run anymore. Uh, it stopped quite a long time ago. What you're hearing in the background now, actually, is the theme tune for that uh, for that TV show. And I love that, and I love trains. As I meant, as, as I may have mentioned on the last podcast, I'm a huge fan of Thomas the Tank Engine. So uh, it was really cool to watch, you know, puppets and trains. So yeah. And the second show I watched was Fraggles, or as you know them, Fraggle Rock. And uh, the Fraggles is actually something which, if I start singing the Norwegian Fraggle, I'm, gonna, I'm, j- I'm just going to say Fraggles because, you know, in Norwegian it's called Fraglena, which is just multiple Fraggles. So if I start singing the Norwegian Fraggles theme in Norway, you know, with my friends, everyone knows the song and they sing to it and they clap when, you, when, you're, when you're supposed to clap. So even though many people don't see Jim Hansen as being, you know, his work as being huge in Norway, the Fraggles in particular were very popular. Uh, so I just wanted to say that, hey, I actually grew up with Muppet-type entertainment by Jim Henson. I just didn't realize it. I just wanted to tell you guys. Bye! Thanks, John. Uh, so now let's take a look at some YouTube comments. And by that I mean a YouTube comment. Come on, you guys. YouTube is meant for several comments about how much you hate us. You can do it's this. Not it's not just FrogFan76, is it? It's not just Frogfan. No, no. We got okay, a message from good. the the username is Aunt Sam Thompson Nine, and uh, the comment says, "Do you have the ability uh, to have two people on Skype? Because I would like if you, Steve, and Jared would be the regular hosts." Well, um, we can do three people on Skype or on the phone or in a Google Hangout or something like that. Could, yeah, there's always possibilities, but. Yeah. Uh, and so well, I think that eventually we do want to have three people on the show at a time. Uh, but the thing is, that can't be all the time because, well, scheduling is hard. Scheduling is hard. Technology is hard. Microphones go in and out. Tidal waves r- ravage the landscape. <laughs> I'm lost, man. I'm sorry. I'm not following you. Is this a reference to something I should know? No, I'm sorry. I don't present solutions, just dramatic problems. Oh my gosh. What are we up to? Is that 
two or three quotes so far. I've got a list. Okay. I'm just working my way down. You're really cruising through this. You're having Thank a you. good time. This with was this. a great quotable episode, That's by the way. That's what I was thinking. It's yes. such a quotable episode, which this makes it was one of among my favorites. The, it, it wasn't the best episode. It wasn't the worst, but it was a very good quotable episode. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, funny you should mention that. On Twitter, I got a tweet uh, from uh, Matthew saying, what is it? Uh, Mastering Matt is the Twitter handle. It says, this episode is the best so far. Am I wrong? Well, thanks for nothing, Mastering Matt. Your selfishness just broke a couple's heart. See, I'm just working well, a minute. Yeah, here. you're really working your way through. What I said is, I don't know, it's hard to beat Pig Out. It is very hard it's, to beat Pig Out, I, yes. It, I don't know. That's going to be the one to beat. And, well, we'll talk more about the current events in Muppets and, I mean, and what that means later. But. Boy, did boy did they come close, though. Oh, yes. Yeah, uh, also got uh, uh, Josh Thompson saying, I thought it was perfect. So, I don't know, is... Is this the best episode according to the fans? Is Pig Out the best according to the fans? I mean, it's uh, the fan community seems to be a little split now. Could go either way. You know way. the nice thing about this episode? Mm. This episode was something. There have been two episodes, in my opinion so far, where they're just... It hasn't really been much of anything going on. And that was the Christina Applegate and, oh, last week, Reese Witherspoon. They were nice, but I feel like the, those two episodes really never got off the ground. This, at least, uh, it, it kind of went somewhere. It, it had a little bit of a more story to it. You know, what, not something that started like it could be funny and then just kind of petered out into nothing, like we've seen multiple times. Okay, we're getting ahead of ourselves, you know, Steve, because, oh my gosh, the time. The time is slipping away. We don't have time for all this, Steve. But anyway, as I was saying, I think we should cover a bit of the news. You okay, want to let's talk about this. Let's do it. Let's. Oh my gosh. Let's. Uh, so where do, where do you want to start? There, there's there's the good news and the bad news, right? I would like to start this show off on a positive note, so that we can end it on a really negative note and all be sad. Awesome. Let's do that. So the Muppets were picked up for a whole season. Yay! Yay! Well, I, I That's we... definitely yay. Kind of a short season, but a season. Mm-hmm. So 16 episodes, 10 now, 6 later, which means that we only have four more weeks of new Muppets episodes for a little while until springtime, which feels kind of weird. We've come so far. Oh, thank you. We're heavens. six episodes into this thing, and we're going to have a long break, and that's kind of where the bad news comes in, because Bob okay. Cushel... Wait, one of the stop. Oh, Can I okay. just say I am so relieved to have a bit of a break? Because Are I, you? I, I am just because making Let's Talk Muppets is destroying me. It, right? I mean, welcome to the life of a podcaster. <laughs> As you it's, know, like with something right. significant like this, re remember the tournament last year. Like that, uh. those sorts of special events where it's week to week new stuff, it, it dominates your life. Yeah, I have, I, I, I don't know how to put this in a way that doesn't make me sound totally insane. But the amount of panicking that I have had over the past couple weeks, mostly over oh, the no. past few days, oh. just about the simplest of little things, oh, it's gosh. just increased. I've just become a more tense person. Oh, that's not, that's not good. Because I don't know if I'm ever going to have enough time to get everything done. Um, 
But, you know, I'm, I'm making some changes in life to get a bit more structure in life, and so hopefully that'll die down a bit. I think I'm mm-hmm. going to calm down, stop making my squishy face, relax it. Good, good. And, um, may, maybe, relax, relax the squishy face. Necks are hard. Necks are hard. My neck is hard. My back is killing me. You should take a nap, is what you should do. You, you know, think you're just getting old? Are, did you say you were cold, Steve? Yes. Yes, I did. Okay. Anyway, Bob Cushel. Bob Cushel. I like Bob Cushel. I like Bob Cushel, too. He's actually really connected with fans. Yeah, uh, good guy. Physically, I mean, he he's tweeted me several times. I think he's tweeted you as well. True. He's reached out to the fan community. Um, well, he hasn't, he hasn't necessarily tweeted at me or anything. I think he's retweeted or favorited. Okay. From over here, right, but, but still, but that's very nice of him. Fantastic guy. Um, apparently, there's just been some friction between him and Bill Prady. Um, now, I don't know any of this firsthand. This is all just from what I've read, you know. Um, but apparently, the network has decided to go in the direction of Mr. Prady, which is fine. Uh, it just means that one of them has to go, and that's Bob Cushel. So they're going to bring in someone else from a different ABC show, the way I understand it to kind of wrap up the first part of the season and then retool the show for the sixth episode. Uh, they're calling it a reboot. I don't know if that's really what it's going to be yeah, or well, what. Well, let's. Uh, I've got the Tough Pigs article up here. Okay, great. Uh, for those of you who are familiar with toughpigs.com, I assume if you've, you are. If you've heard of that. Yeah, you, you've heard of toughpigs.com and the Muppet Mindset, of course. According to Variety, the change comes due to creative differences between the two of them. Although his replacement hasn't been named, reports say that Kristen Newman is in the running, and Newman has previously worked on such shows as Gullivant, How I Met Your Mother, Chuck, That 70s Show, and Everybody Loves Raymond. On behalf of the Muppet fan community, we want to thank Bob Cushel for his part in bringing the Muppets back into the public eye, and we wish him luck on in his next project. In several reports, the news also comes with the keyword reboot. Could we see a complete retooling of the Muppets upon Cushel's departure? What could that possibly mean? More musical numbers? Getting out of the studio and back onto the stage? Outer space? These are just rumors for the moment, but we'll keep our eyes peeled for more clues. And now back to you, Steve Swanson. Steve? Yes. Steve? Yes, back Steve, to me. Steve, are you there? Yes, hi. I'm I am Steve Swanson, host of the Muppet Cast, and and a competent are, person who would never ever ever leave someone hanging there. No, no, never, never. Uh, so this is uh, I mean, right now there's nothing there's nothing anybody can do. Okay, this is just news, and we're going to have to wait and see what all of this means and how it looks on screen. So we can all have our opinions about it. I think uh, you know. The show, and I've, I don't, I don't think I've made any secret about this. The show has been very hit or miss for me so far. So if this means that uh, a change in direction is something that's a little bit more authentic to what the Muppets are, because some people have really loved what's happened so far, but a great many people have not. And uh, if that means that we go back more toward a, uh, well, I guess I could say a more traditional Muppet direction. Maybe that's a good thing. Maybe we do get more musical numbers or uh, or different storylines. I don't know, but I'm I'm kind of ready to see something else. It's it's fine. Bring it on. Bring it on. Yeah, yeah. Keep it coming. We'll see. It it could go in a number of different directions, and I would be happy with it. I... Until until we see it, we're just gonna have to sit here, sipping our warm water with lemon, 
Like we does. Like we does. I think we've already kind of gotten our first impressions out there in a way, because we both like it. We just, we're just not sure that it can quite compete with, uh, well, you know, Pig Out. Right. So, yeah. So yeah. I think we can jump right into our story synopsis in Let's do it. everyone's favorite segment, Correcting Kim. All right. So starting right off at the very beginning, it's a very good place to start. Kermit oh, is a bit... Timothy. Whatever that means. Kermit is a bit it's on a edge whenever... I've heard it's caught on, so, you know, it's Kimothy. Kermit is a bit on edge whenever his current girlfriend, Denise, and his ex-lady love, Miss Piggy, are in close proximity. He doesn't want worlds to collide. But collide they do. Denise can't help but introduce herself to uplaid guest Kristen Chenoweth uh, while she's chatting with Piggy. Now... We have a little bit of uh, a grammatical confusion here, Kim. So take note. See, uh, it's not very clear if uh, Denise couldn't help but introduce herself to Chenoweth while Denise was chatting with Piggy, which isn't what actually oh, happened in the scene. Which is not what happened, no. Right, right. So I understand what you mean, but you have to keep an eye on grammar. Now, of course, I have my own ideas for new grammar rules that I would like to propose that would help address this problem, but... You know, I'm not a dictionary or anything, so I can't really make that happen. But, you know, maybe some other time. Grammar is hard, though. It is hard. It is if hard. You don't, if you don't really know it, it can be magical. Maybe grammar is magical to Kimothy. And she was flustered by the magic, by invisible grammar. You cannot leave the magic. Kermit eventually shuffles his rambling girlfriend away, but the damage has been done. So... Talking points already could include, uh, since when is Uncle Deadly a big fan of Chris and Chenoweth, to the point that he owns ChenowethFanNumber1.com. Oh my gosh. So, so there's two Muppet-owned websites I haven't flashed around that one in this yet. show. I haven't, I haven't looked, looked that Neither one have up. I. I didn't think about it. Somebody do it. Quick. You. Go. You. In the hat. Do it, please. We've so, already um, picked on the guy in the hat. Now you got to no, pick on the guy with the bright red hair. Oh, okay. Well, hit, send him then. That's fine. Um, so anyways... Uh, yeah, I love that. That's the character. That's the breakout favorite for me in this show. Uncle Deadly. Oh, my gosh. We have seen him bloom and blossom and grow <laughs> in all new ways. And Uncle Deadly has Uncle just become. Uncle Deadly is a bloom. He has become the star of the show. Yes. I don't know how it happened, but every episode you watch for Zoot and Uncle Deadly. You that's don't about know it. him. Nobody, Nobody does. does. <laughs> oh man, Denise is ah. uh, Denise is actually looking like a decent puppet in this episode. I think. Uh, I think the glasses help a lot. I don't know if it was lighting or what, but I, I I'm growing on the puppet a little bit, but I'm still seeing a little bit uh -huh. of issues that the puppeteer is having with the flexibility. It does look like so, a very stiff head. Right, yes. it's a very stiff head. In fact, I yeah. think uh, she missed a syllable once because of it. Hmm. Mm. Well, there's that grammar again. Yes. Yeah, so uh, that's one one additional sin. Ding. Uh, I feel like this episode had the longest cold open so far. Yes. Because it went, it, yeah, it went for a whole three minutes. But it was and worth it. It was, it was. Yeah, it was a good payoff. It was a good cold open, yeah. It was a, it, it was great to see someone upstage Miss Piggy singing. That was fantastic. I'm not even the world's biggest Kristen Chenoweth fan. I do not have my own fan site uh, devoted to her, but... To see Seriously, her stage, come on, man, get no, down with sorry. the times. I, I know, I know, but uh, I to see her upstage piggy like that with that great big high note, 
That was actually funny. Yeah, I guess so. I didn't really notice it much myself. Okay. All right. Okay. Go back and watch it again. In fact, right now. Right now. Oh, Go back and watch okay. it. Okay. No, we don't have time for that. Oh, okay. All right. Anyway, I love it when uh, Denise is totally geeking out and Miss Piggy leans over to Kermit and says, nice upgrade. Yeah. It's <laughs> that like, was great. Piggy is so patronizing. Yes, pa- well, patronizing, that and the which line is the correct pronunciation. Talks, is it patronizing or patronizing? I can never patronizing remember. Patronizing is, I think either one works depending on, uh, well, whatever. But yeah, it, that's, uh, the, the conversation between Piggy and Chenoweth was great for the whole segment. And then to end it with, uh, I've always been great with kids. Mm-hmm. The, I mean, that wraps up exactly how Piggy sees, she kind of sees Denise as this little uh, diversion in Kermit's life, but not something or someone to be taken seriously. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's cute that you think that that's, you know, someone who's really going places. Yes. Further really setting up time. the premise that Piggy and Kermit are probably going to wind up back together by the end of this whole thing. Uh, uh, if they're back together by the end of the season, I don't know. That's too soon for me. I think Kermit needs a bit more of a break. He, he really he really does. It's been too He's long. He's earned more of a break. I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah that's for sure. So... Have we talked much about this show's opening theme? Uh, not really. No. What do we think of it? Because I it's, love it. It's it's kind of just a reworking of the Muppet Show theme in a way. And I. But if you don't know the music really well, you might not get that. But it's that da 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 da, da which is kind of a minorized version of da 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 da. So I love that, and I like the fact that. Oh, uh, did you notice when I worked that little bit into the um? Uh, the true colors at the end of the last podcast. Yes, yes, that was very nice. Uh, I like that uh, you get to see a whole bunch of the characters on screen, just like kind of it happened in the uh, the old Muppet Show. And uh, I like the fact that Kermit kind of gets shaft in the end. <laughs> He's I, just trying to get a cup of coffee, which I want one of those mugs, by the way. Yes, and me too. Uh, I may or may he, not have mentioned that it's mostly junk food on that table. Oh, yeah. With, by far and away, with a little bit of fruit there, but there's one plate of cupcakes. I'm not sure if I've brought this up on the show before or not. I may have, though. Uh, there's one dish of cupcakes that nobody is touching. Like, everything else is getting eaten, it seems, except for a certain plate of cupcakes. Really? And it just has me wondering, what's going on with those What's wrong with that cupcake? Yeah. Right. Huh. So I'm curious about that. What were you going to say? No, I, I forget. It's okay. Oh, great. So we can move on. With Denise's birthday coming up fast, Kermit is on the hunt for the perfect gift. Every suggestion he uh, fields from the staff is less than ideal. Kermit ends up at Color Me Mine, where he hopes to create a truly personal present. So, uh, Yolanda is once again a sarcastic delight in this episode. Absolutely. uh, This is one of the, I think this is the first one in which I've noticed that her ears are pierced. I didn't pick up on that. Oh, but I, I'll have I, to go back and see that. I love the little details like that. Yeah. Uh, and I think it was also just before that bit I just read when we heard Uncle Deadly's great quote that might be my favorite from the show. Uh, well, I don't present solutions, just dramatic problems. What a wonderful Uncle Deadly moment. Yes. Uh, the Electric Mayhem convinces Kristen Chenoweth to sing with them at Floyd's parents' 40th anniversary party. The van ride to the Big Bash takes a nasty turn. Okay, we're not there yet. So let's go back to the band asking Chenoweth uh, to do the to do the event, the anniversary party. I let's think, talk about how cool it was that the band gets a storyline. I know. It's great seeing the band getting a storyline. Yes, it Good is. Good for them. 
I mean, all the, I mean, we're getting all this prominence from Scooter. It's like all, all the old gang is important again, except for Ralph. He's been cheated. Uh, well, you can't fit them all into one episode. That's okay. Oh, we got a whole accepted. episode at Ralph's Tavern. <laughs> it's going to happen now. Well, it could. You never know. It could. Every single Muppet gets his or her own plot in one episode. <laughs> well, On the two-hour-long <laughs> season finale. No, no, you wouldn't have to make it two hours. You would just have to make them all really, really short plots. Oh, okay. So, so the Swedish chef uh, is trying to make a cake, and then he drops all his ingredients. So what happens next? He picks them up. Next plot. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you do. That's how it works. Okay. Um, all right. But I think I figured out why Zoot doesn't talk all that much. Because he clearly has no idea how to do social interaction right, and he's too drugged to to ever make any sense. Are you going to say the quote, or am I? Go for it. You take it. Well, thanks for nothing, Kristen Chenoweth. Your selfishness just broke an old couple's heart. She said yes. Withdrawn. <laughs> His delivery there cracked me up. Every time I watched it, he was so perfect. Thank he's, you, Dave Gold. He is so out of it consistently. Mm -hmm. And this has been, this whole series has been wonderful for Zoot. I loved mm -hmm. everything he's ever done in this. Why did they call this show The Muppets when they could have called it Zoot and Uncle Deadly? Yes. Uh, clearly, that's a better name. I, I don't know. Or, or Zoot, Deadly, and Yolanda. But also for this episode, and this is only slightly getting ahead of ourselves, uh, but... The location that they used for the desert scene. Mm -hmm. Now, I saw some photos uh, from some of the guys, some of the performers, I should say, uh, and maybe even from Bob Cushel himself, where they got out in the desert around the little church where if you've ever seen the movie Kill Bill, there's a little church uh, that's kind of out in the middle of nowhere. And they were shooting around that area and they were posting pictures around that area, which made me think, oh, my gosh, they're going to shoot the Muppets in the same church that they shot Kill Bill. What I think the church just may have been somewhere in the general vicinity, because I think if we were going to see that church in any episode, it would have been this week. Yeah, I would guess so. I know I saw a couple of pictures from Peter Linz, who yeah. was out in the middle of a desert road. In other words, thanks for nothing, Muppets. Yeah, y your selfishness just broke two old podcasters' hearts. That's right. This episode introduces the off-screen character, Ken, who is Scooter's mother's boyfriend. Oh, gosh, Put so a robot, funny. Ken. Oh, man. This, that, th yeah. Yeah, that one. I, I forgot that I took note of that quote, but apparently in the episode, I really, really enjoyed it. I just forgot. Uh, this establishes Scooter as being very, very much the Kenneth Parcell on this show because uh, the 30 Rock character, Kenneth, for those of you who are not oh, in the know, yeah, yeah. he had somewhat similar duties to Scooter's and actually had issues with his mother's boyfriend, Ron, getting all the attention. And as soon as Scooter started talking about Ken in this one, I immediately, I immediately thought back to Kenneth and Ron. Yeah, that's it's, good. It's, it's the same kind of dynamic. So now it's all connected. All connected. So everything's this, connected to something if you think about it. Everything's connected to something if you think about it. Uh, but <laughs> we're not going to get through this episode until we've quoted half Every of the dialogue. Little, yes. <laughs> this but, episode, by the way, sponsored by Funyuns and by Tic Tacs, the cure for Funyun breath. Fun, fun, fun. Now that Daddy took the anyway. Uh, yeah, we've got Kermit as as Liz Lemon. Miss Piggy as, help me, I can't remember names. 
Uh, you know, I never watched 30 Rock, so I can't help you there. Anyway, we're seeing more and more characters having a Was parallel Was Chris Rock to their... in 30 Rock? No. Oh, okay. Never mind. He should have been, though, now that I think about it. He really should have been. Let's start an internet petition for that. Write that one down. Okay, great. This is another one for our list of online petitions. This is the first petitions. petition of this episode. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Yes. Actually, it's the second because of the unspoken petition that we were all thinking to get Clifford a cameo in this episode. Mm, yes, yes, so, definitely. Let's see, let's jot that down. So we've got a Clifford cameo and Chris Rock in 30 Rock. Don't know how they're going to do that, seeing as how 30 Rock is over. Um they ended the show years ago, but if... I know, but... Well, you know, they We can still make the demand. We can ask anything we want. That's true. Well, they did bring it back for an SNL sketch the other night. Oh, did they? Yeah, just a week or two ago. They did oh, a, another segment in the style... Sort of, kind of, in the style of 30 Rock. Yeah. They got the set back, a bunch of the cast members. It was good. Yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. It was a fun show, I think, from mm-hmm. the parts that I saw. Anyway, where were we? Who's asking? Uh... <laughs> The little ones are the ones that get me, the ones I don't see coming, the ones that I wouldn't have thought you'd have noted. Kermit ends okay, up that at, checks out. Kermit ends up at Color Me Mine, where he hopes to create a truly personal present. Scooter offers some constructive criticism on all artistic decisions. Uh, he's a regular at the popular Paint Your Own Pottery Place. Sadly, Kermit's plate depicting his first date with Denise ends up getting tossed into the whoopsie bin. Well, it looks like this place is Scooter's entire social life. Mm-hmm. Which is hilarious in itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yeah, his uh, his manipulation of uh, everything that Kermit does, he's got to have his opinion and, and got to control it. Oh, it's too funny. Like, yep. this, is, this is Scooter's domain. This is where he's the boss. That's true. It is. Uh, oh, man. Wow, the tables really turned there. I didn't even Ta- think about that. Tables have turned. And they have well, little the, plates they, and unicorns on them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I love Scooter's monologue in this scene when he says um a couple years ago mom and i were at home sipping hot waters with lemon like we does and it hit me i gotta get out and party 10 minutes later i was uh, i was here glazing a dalmatian and i've been here ever since his delivery i i can't compete with it i could never compare with the delivery that scooter has when he does that line and um when Kermit paints the plate of himself and Denise at the coffee shop, if you look closely, you'll notice that there's a lot of careful trickery going on just below the frame. You can't see it, of course, but if you're familiar with how puppetry works, you're aware that uh, there's there's at least one assistant there holding the plate, carefully moving it from one puppet's hand to another, because these are just rod puppets, and yet they very, very carefully create this perfect illusion that the character's who obviously can't grasp grasp these things, are gripping on and passing the plate around from one to the Mm -hmm. other. They get it spot on, partly because they're doing it in close-up. So they can get away with these little movements like this, and you won't notice it as well, paradoxically. You'd think by getting closer it would be more noticeable, but with this particular trick... Uh, they get It helps to be closer because Scooter's got to get off with that plate quickly before you notice that, you know... Can we talk about the desert, please? Let's talk about the desert. You know, I've okay. been through the desert on a horse with no name. That's very good. But that's not where I'm going. Where I'm mm. going, Janice is full of crap. Explain. Okay. 
she says two things that are completely contradictory. And the first of them is, she says, well, together implies that we're not two independent spiritual beings. Okay. But then just earlier when she was talking about the whole uh, seatbelt thing, she says, well, everything's connected to something. Well, which is it? Are y'all connected or are y'all independent? You got to pick one. Steve. For, for Floyd's sake. Because, darn it, he shut down his tender for you. Then again, she's, uh, well, she used to be Dr. T's lady. So we see what kind of person Janice really is. Mm. What does Sam see in her? What is she, Stevie Nicks? I know who you're referring to, but I don't know the entire context of this. I think That's I have okay. a rough idea of what you're talking about. I assume that she uh, um, uh, got around a bit amongst the you're, members. You're going to have to look that one up, buddy. Okay, I'm going to look that yes. one up. Yes. All right. I also uh, like the the uh, the part where as you, they Steve, begin to I'm quarrel, gonna have, I'm going to have her song stuck in my head for the rest of the night. I'm really really sorry about that too. I uh, I also like the quote. As the, the band continues to, uh, well, break down in their overall social structure because someone who is an outsider is, I guess, trying to introduce some normalcy and some healthy thinking into their whole dynamic. Everything breaks down and uh, they start to argue about, well, Jan another another crap Janice line. I thought this band belonged to the universe. And I love Dr. Teeth's response. Well, maybe next payday, the universe can cut you a check. Mm -hmm. So basically, the entire uh, the entire band is threatened by one outsider who they invited along. Let's not forget, uh, but they just can't take it under the pressure. They wind up outside of the van in the middle of the desert fighting. And uh, by the way, if you ever get into a fight with Doctor Teeth, apparently it doesn't matter how far you run because his freakishly long arms can still reach you. I was noticing that too. I always forget <laughs> wow. just how freakishly long his arms are. But ever since the Muppet Show days, he has had the longest arms ever. Yeah, but They're, they were like elastic. He was like Mr. Elastic this week. He was. Indeed. Indeed. Why wasn't he cast in the Fantastic Four movie? I don't know. That would have been a better movie, wouldn't it? Yeah, well, anything would have. But we're getting off topic. We're getting off topic. Where was I? Oh, gosh. Uh, fresh out of options, Kermit goes to the one person who has a true gift for gift giving. Haha. <laughs> that would be Miss Piggy, who needs some personal info before getting started. Kermit rattles off some of Denise's likes. They include Georgia Bulldogs football. Why? Uh, black because she's and, from Georgia. No, why football? Um, because football's awesome. Mm, don't get me started. Black and white photography and putting ketchup on just about everything. It's off to the mall. Then it's not. Kermit has an important meeting with the head of the network. Did you mention the cupcakes? What? That she likes to eat cupcakes upside down until there's just a handful of icing? Forgot about that bit. Oh, that's a that's a pretty good one. I thought or you that gonna... she likes to eat out of boxes or that she's agoraphobic. Uh -huh. Yeah, right. The agoraphobic thing got me. That was fun. Um, By the way, for those of you playing along at home, agor agoraphobic refers to someone who is afraid of situations that may embarrass them. So renting a movie... I guess, keeps you indoors, which is... Yeah, what Miss Piggy is trying to say is that she's afraid of social interaction. Yes, yes. So. Yeah, I uh, I had that noted as well. But, you know, we skipped we skipped a part in the van conversation that has what might be my favorite line from the episode. 
And that is? And that is when Lips, very unexpectedly, had a oh, great speaking part in this yeah. one, did not see a speaking part from Lips coming. I was really thrown when I heard his voice, and I was like, oh, that's what Lips sounds like. I forgot, because he doesn't talk much. But then uh, they were talking about uh, Floyd's father's home, and he said... He just sit there. He no, uh, I can't get his voice right at all. He just oh, sitting there all day playing cards with a bunch of stuffed jacko rabbits. Jacko rabbits was awesome. Yes. I does he think they're jack o' lantern rabbits? Maybe they are. Well, there's a such thing as a jack rabbit. Yeah, but not a jacko rabbit. No, no, but that was so so funny. Yes, we'll but, have to ask him about that when we see him at. Well, never mind. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. So spoilers. <laughs> seriously i don't know that for a fact so i'm probably oh. just yeah okay no right. i just well, decided to say words better. do you no. want me to By the way, we're, we're actually can we tease this that we're actually going to be in the same room again in the same place again in atlanta next weekend yeah i think it's it's safe to say that that is totally going to happen that's going to be a lot of fun i've, I've got to uh, are we going to uh, try to record an episode together there oh we totally should we should yes Okay, so that's going to happen. All right, getting back to the episode, because I know that we, we're, time is, is running short. Yeah, we, we should get through this segment real quick, and then we'll uh, go to break. Are, are we still on uh, on Kimothy's art, article? Uh, we are. I can get through that uh, okay. pretty, pretty quickly, though. Um, so uh, anyway, Piggy offers to pick up the gift for him. We have the bit with the squishy face. Um and then that pretty quickly takes us towards Kermit's birthday lunch with Denise when it's almost at an end and he's stalling, he's stalling. Piggy has been, what's this word? Eating, he's eating a lot of sushi apparently. Hold on, and, hold on. Oh, the, by the way, while you're looking for that, I just have to say, I was at uh, Walt Disney World last weekend at Epcot's. My, my favorite thing that Epcot does, the food and wine festival. Uh, there was so much food everywhere, but in particular, I ate so much of the Sweden tent that they named a meatball after me. You suck. The word that I was going with was, uh, it, it says, Miss Piggy has been incommunicado. Uh-huh. Thanks for confusing me, Kim. Anyway, there's still no sign of her by the time cake comes. Uh, finally, Piggy arrives bearing gifts. Hold on. Before that, Kim. Before that, Kim. I cracked up when Kermit had to stall with the happy birthday song. And he said, now, most people don't know this, but there's a 52 verse intro. I wondered if we'd get here. I, I, oh, the, I love that part so much because it's such a great setup. Yes. Um, it's yes, true. It well, is. that's one of the few jokes in which the setup is way better than the payoff. Does that yeah. make sense? Like it's, it's basically the audio equivalent of an off-screen joke but the fact that he started singing it right so he starts trying to sing it and it it does not go very well but i really oh, really want to hear the rest of where this was going yes I, like there are some songs that do have intros that no one remembers like somewhere over the rainbow yes totally totally that's no the one i was thinking remembers. about too yeah right yeah so uh, uh, there's still no sign of her by the time the cake comes. Finally, Piggy arrives bearing gifts. It's a jewelry box that's perfect in every way. Piggy really came through on this one, or so it seems. In reality, she made sure the box plays You Are the Sunshine of My Life, which oh. happens to be her song with Kermit. Now, yes. fun story. At this point, that's when I tweeted in my live tweet, at New Muppet Show, that uh, I, I tweeted, Miss Piggy is the devil. And I got a response. Let me see if I can find that. It's probably right here. Yeah. I got a response from our friend Chris Harris, one of our uh, devoted listeners. Who is also going to be with us in Atlanta. Indeed, yes. We should force him to come on the microphone. 
Yeah, we sh- we should actually. He's he's quite good. Yeah, well, you have experience with locking people in hotel rooms and keeping them there, right, Steve? After everything you endured for the Muppet Madness tournament? Right, I do. I've got a little bit of knowledge around that. We yes. can make that work. But what he said was, uh, those were the exact words his wife uttered right before he saw my tweet. Uh-huh. We all thought the same thing. Miss Piggy is the devil. It was perfect. It that really was. That was the perfect way to end that storyline. I loved it. Um, and that's what you get when you ask your ex to buy a gift for your nor for for I can't read for your new pig. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Kim, for making this so illegible. Stupid uh, Kim. And then I think the last little bits that we get are with the Electric Mayhem when they're resolving their fight. We already talked about this a bit, but we get um, uh, there's a big blow up that ends once the band realizes that Kristen Chenoweth is the source of all their tension. So they leave her by the side of the road with a half-eaten bag of funyuns. And in but the can mo- we also just kind of celebrate uh, Floyd's line there as well. Okay. In the fight gonna, with Dr. I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it. Can okay, I have this go one, please? please? You, you, of course. Okay. You know what your problem is? You think the whole world revolves around you, but it doesn't. It revolves around the moon, which is why we have winter. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. That is my, Rolls I think that's my favorite moon, quote from the show. Which is why we have winter. I think oh, that's my God. favorite quote from the show. I'm that's sorry. That's a very, very good one. And you know what? That, that could tie for favorite with put on a robe can, really. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, it was a little cruel of them to leave her there with a half-eaten bag of Funyuns. Hopefully she's got a cell phone and can, can call for help. Otherwise, well, she's just going to have to start I don't know if you've seen a- her, but she looks like she hasn't had a Funyun in about 10 years. Mm-hmm. Well, anyways, uh, I know that if she, since she's been stranded in the desert now with nowhere to go, if this were the Muppet movie that's when she'd have a bonfire and then the electric mayhem would show up. But that can't happen this time because they're the ones who stranded her. So I don't know and what she's And then someone would pull up a guitar and sing something like the following. You are the sunshine in my life. Stop me anytime. That's why I'll always be around. Okay, we're, we're going to stop that right there. You knew that was going to happen. Um, that's not the song I thought you were going to do, but hey, I, I got to play along perfectly on the recording. No, that's, you were great. You were better than FrogFan76, that's for sure. Oh, gosh. Oh, no, don't Until say that. Until he comes don't... on the show to defend his honor. Yeah, he does need to come on the show. Where are you, FrogFan? Huh? Yeah. Huh? 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 Who else emailed DonJuanPron at IamPepe.com? Anyone? Uh, no, did not, because... The website was fake, so I figured that the email would probably bounce back. Maybe, of course, maybe it'll send you a free coupon for like a Muppets something or other. I don't know. It might. It doesn't. I emailed it and I, it just bounced back. It didn't. Oh, well, now we do know then. Okay. So, so that's good. Yeah. 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 A couple of us tried emailing it. I know that. Much. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that brings us to a pretty decent break in the show. So, I don't this know where I was going yet because we, it's, it's pretty clear that we just have to go to the break now. So we'll see you all in just I a minute. I think it's Goodbye. pretty clear that we have no format or idea what we're doing at this Not point. Not at all. No. We'll talk to you after the break. For information on how you can become a sponsor of Muppet Hub's podcast productions, please send an email to contact at jdhansel.com with the subject sponsor. We're here in this abandoned warehouse talking to someone who didn't use Flipper Media to produce their podcast. Sir, what do you have to say? Hey, let me out of here. Flipper Media, online media production and consulting. To jumpstart your projects, go to flipper.media. 
Okay, we are back from that. Oh, such a relaxing potty break. That was really never I mind. I don't want to hear about that. You do at not all. want to hear about that. I really don't. If you want to hear about toilets, please enjoy the bloopers and outtakes from last week's episode of Let's Talk Muppets. <laughs> we had quite a good conversation about that and a good conversation about the word quite. Quite so. Yes, indeed, indubitably. So I don't think we really need to do a burn hamburger segment this time just because we're running out of time and we got to wrap this up like within the next few minutes. Uh, so in short, I really liked Piggy in this one. This was probably the most I've liked Piggy in a long time. I liked her more in this one than in the last one because she was fun. She was funny. This one showed her being uh, likable, clever, um, uh, sort of human, but still sort of devilish and demonic. It was, it was... It was, she was a delight. It's a delight. This, it's a delight. this it's was a, delight. a better piggy than last week, where it was just the big, I'm sorry, obvious, kind of, kind of dumb number. This was like, oh, this is clever. There's okay. something to this. Does, does anyone actually remember the tune to the I'm sorry number? Nope. We, we liked the big number because of its function and the, the principle of the thing, not because it was, you know, actually that good of a song. I don't think it was particularly well written myself, but. Okay, we no. have more to talk about with the pigs than I thought. But the main thing that I really liked in this one was when uh, when they had that scene in the dressing room when, again, Uncle Deadly was great in that scene, but that's not Pops what I'm talking about. Pops up literally out of nowhere. Yes, I know. It's like, what the heck was he doing down there? Oh, what was going on? Funny. He's He owns this show. Anyways, does, anyways yeah, what were you, what were you going to say? It's when um, the moment when Miss Piggy drops her framed letter from the Queen, I oh, lost yeah. it. That, that was, was funny. so funny. That was yes. so funny. Actually, um, only way it would have been funnier. The only way that would have been funnier is if we got to see what was in the actual picture frame while she was reading it to Kermit. And that if it said like nothing like that at all, and she was just making it up. For me, I think it's more helpful to the episode in on the whole. Oh, I'm saying on the whole again. Gosh, I have a bad habit of. That's only that once. Aspect. It's fine. Uh, that's what you think. Well, you don't know me. Nobody does. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I I really enjoyed it as it was. I thought yeah. that moment was the whole scene was played perfectly. Which brings us to the favorite segment in which we have the horrible, horrible, horrible task of trying to figure out figure out our favorite story arcs, favorite scenes, and favorite lines. Good oh, luck, Steve. Man. You're on first. Go. Okay. Go. Do uh, it. Do it. Well, everything in the paint shop was great. Uh, because that gave us a window into Scooter that we didn't have before. And that's the kind of window that this show promised us anyways. Um, right. I didn't need to see Scooter's apartment. In fact, he doesn't really have one because he lives with his mom and Ken. That whole sequence was great. Um, what else? What else? The whole uh, band in the van. Also really, really funny. Got to see an updated version of the van for the band. Mm -hmm. Kind of interesting. Yeah. And you know what? This was an episode with, uh, and I'm not saying anything I think that's out of turn here, but uh, this was an episode, I think the third one so far this season, that featured, well, a cute blonde female star, but this one was actually a really good episode. The last two, those being Christina Applegate and Reese Witherspoon, those kind of fell flat for me. This one did not, so maybe it broke a certain kind of curse. Um, are you forgetting, I think, I want to say it was episode one with, um, um, help me, 
Help me. Why am I blanking? I always forget the name of Elizabeth Banks. <gasps> That's her name. Oh, Elizabeth Banks. You know, there's sort of a prejudice, isn't there, towards yeah, there, it, the blondes, which well, I don't have I a think, problem with the blondes, but I'm more of a brunette guy. So, uh, uh, huh. I, I'm, yeah, that's kind of looking Noted. for something else there. Yeah. Ladies, yeah. are you listening? Um, Ladies. I, I think it has something to do with the fact that Miss Piggy wants to make sure that she one-ups every other blonde woman in Hollywood. Oh, that you're probably right there. Yes. Okay. So she's having all of them come on her show all of the time just so she can be like, see, these are the people coming on my show. Yeah. I'm interviewing you, you got a them point there. because I'm the important one here. Watch, I'll sing a song with them and I'll I'll be better than them. Except I'm in than Kristen Chenoweth's case. Well, you know. But uh, but yeah, so that's those are my favorites. Go. Wait, what was your favorite line? Oh, man. Okay, I'm going to have to say put on a rope can. Okay. Favorite story arc? Uh, I could go a couple of different ways. Be, yeah, there were really only two in this one. There was no C-plot to my memory. Um, no, I don't think there was. Yeah, not really. No, no, there wasn't. Unless you count whatever was going on between Scooter and Ken, but we didn't really see much of that. So, yeah, we really didn't see that. Yeah, well, there's also another implied one between Gonzo and a previous girlfriend in which he got them a, he, he got her a scale. Well, Do you remember that? Which I think is probably a good explanation for what happened between him and Camilla. Oh. Well, chickens don't like to be weighed. In the world of chickens, I think that would have other implications. I didn't even think about that. Oh, my, you may have stumbled onto something there. I know. Yeah, I think we're starting to uncover what happened there. Wow. Yeah. Okay. All Aren't right. I no, just that's, a that's genius? Good. I know. Boy, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, these fan theories are getting really, really good. Oh, how about a petition to show the breakup between Gonzo and Camilla? Yes. Oh, that'd be fantastic. Yes, right. write that one up. Uh-huh. Uh, and while you're at it, write up one for uh, Ryan Dozier to be named a writer to the show. Okay. Uh, just just cuts. Let's let's throw him a bone. He's had a he's had a tough run lately, hasn't he? What do you mean? Well, getting a whole work for the the, the Muppets and all that. Mm. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, his life has been really mm, sucky. Oh man. Yeah, I know. Poor yeah. poor guy. Poor uh, so guy. Ryan Dozier should be made writer. And uh, show uh, uh, I'll lump the couple together. Godzilla show Gonzilla. Godzilla. You just came up with that, didn't you? Uh huh. Oh, that's good. Break up. Yeah, that's a monster movie I'd pay to see. Uh, yeah, told me too. I was thinking the same thing. Yep, Gonzo on a chicken head destroying the world. <sighs> oh, that's another online petition. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, so we... Uh, Godzilla versus Mothra movie. Yeah, yeah. I think we, we saved the online petition count for this episode. All right. Yeah, well, I'm, Yeah, those are going into the uh, petitions for when we get the... We're going to do that segment next week, I think. Okay. Every, every other week, we'll read through the whole list of them to keep everyone up to date. Good, good. That seems yes. like a good way to go. So for my favorite story arc, I guess I'm going to go with... Uh, the, the, mm, I'm torn. I can't pick one. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll go with the Kermit one just because that one gives us a window into more characters' lives. We get to see more of Denise because of this segment or mm -hmm. this story arc. I mean, we get to see, uh, more of Scooter's life because of this story arc. Uh, we get some more time in the writer's room that I thought was actually funny. Yes, um, it was actually funny this time. And that's, and his story arc was the one that gave us the most Uncle Deadly. And we even got to see a little bit more Chip. We did get to see a little more Chip. We got to see him 
reference his own eyeballs, which was funny. Yeah. I don't know what to do with my eyes. Very funny. Very funny. I sounded a little bit like Louie there. Yeah, you kind of did. That was weird. Interesting. Very, very odd. Don't let him know about that, okay? Okay, I won't. Okay, thank you. Next time I see him, I won't tell him about that. Okay, all right. Hopefully he won't invade your house again like he did that one time. I hope not. It's been almost a year since then, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, time is slipping away. It is slipping away. You're almost out of time. So I am. Yeah, I know. So I got to pick this fast. I got to pick this fast. It's on slipping into the future. We're referencing a lot of songs this time. We really are. Why don't we have a sing-along ah, at the end man. of every episode? We need to get together and make a music podcast. Oh, that'd be fun. With all this extra time that we have. Yes. I'm scrolling through notes and things, trying to figure out what my favorite scene might be, and I really, really, really cannot pick one because I love it all so much. So, ugh. For the time being, until I think of a better one, I'm going to go with the scene with all of them in the Electric Mayhem van that has some of Janice's funny lines, that's got um, uh, the fun line from Lips, that's got all that good stuff in there. Just because we get to see, we, we really get to see every member of the band in their whole, um, you know, in a, in this nice n- new dynamic in which they kind of let it, all these secrets out. Because yeah, everybody gets a moment there, don't yeah, they? Yeah, everyone gets a nice moment. Yeah. Um, and then for the favorite line, that's probably the hardest part for me because I'm torn between two. Okay. Uh, I one is. Floyd's, you know what your problem is? You think the whole world revolves around you. Um, That's a good one. Yeah. The other, if I can find it here, I can't find it in my notes, so I guess that means I must not have cared as much about that one. I was going to go with Uncle Deadly because I think Uncle Deadly is my favorite character in this episode. Um, But yeah, let's... um, I'll just keep it with that one. I'll keep it with Floyd's quote. I think that was my favorite. And this brings us to a toast and a roast. And that was the A Toast and a Roast theme. So fun to edit in those little things. Oh, it's great. It takes forever to edit in those little things. You wouldn't think it would take very long, but it it, it does. It's a very difficult, time-consuming thing, and we're running out of time. Steve, 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 who are you going to roast? Oh, gosh. You know what? I'm going to roast Janice because she's (gasps) full of crap. She's just, she's so flighty. She, She changes her opinions and her outlook to just match whatever works for her in the moment. And that's that's vile. It's deceitful. It's, we already talked earlier. I don't remember. A few minutes ago, I don't remember if it was on mic or off mic, but we mentioned this is not turning into a Sam Harris kind of podcast, okay? No, no, it's not. It's so not, we're not talking but, about these inconsistencies here in philosophy. No, but uh, it's, uh, it, it, you know, I Janice didn't look very good in this one, you know, and she flirts with everyone in every episode. She's the worst girlfriend in the world. Janice stinks. So, Janice stinks. Thank you for giving me a subtitle for this I was, episode. I was digging for one, so there you go. Uh, and then my toast, and uh, I'm gonna have to. Uh, I'm gonna bring up something we haven't talked about yet, and I'm shocked that hmm. we haven't. I'm gonna toast the whoopsie bin. That's not a character, so I don't know if you can get away with it. No, but you it's know a what? Thing, Fine, though. It Fine. exists Live in the episode. Do I'm it. good. Thank you. I will. I'm gonna toast the whoopsie bin. Why? Because I am. Because I can. Because it's America. I don't get you. 
Nobody does. Oh boy. So for my roast, this is tricky because I love this episode too much to give anyone a hard time. Um, but I think I'm actually going to roast Chenoweth. And that's because I didn't feel like she added enough to the episode as a guest star. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'm, endorse that. I'm yeah, not definitely. A terribly big fan of hers, and I feel like the role that she had in this could have easily been played by just about anyone else, and it would have had about the same effect. I do feel like, I, I will say in her defense, she looked like she was having a lot of fun playing the character that she did. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how much fun would it have been to be in the van with the band and mm. the guys doing the characters and all, all that stuff? How that would have been a lot of fun. How would it have been with all the sweaty puppeteers all around you? Well, yeah, but she's now done that and we haven't. So That's true. <laughs> All right, yeah, she's, that, she, she's got that she did really. I, I do get it though. It's. I think it's. We haven't hit upon. A, and tell me if you, if you think of one that I don't hear. I don't think we've hit upon a human character who's really nailed it with the Muppets yet in this series. Hmm. They got to have Alice Cooper back on. They really do. Another online petition. Okay. We got it. All right. Um, and you are going to toast. Alice. Uh, oh yeah um, sorry gotta write that down yep yep and okay. uh i just got a nice new little memo notepad that's been very handy um but i think i'm going to toast lips because lips as well you should as well i should that is your saying for some reason that you say in every episode that we do together on the whole that's true darn you uh yeah i think that lips was really really good for actually coming out of his shell and giving us one of the best lines in the entire show. I praise him for that. I thank Steve Whitmire for his contribution. And I, I, th this was one of those episodes in which, at one moment, Lips was my favorite character. At another moment, Uncle Deadly was my favorite character. At another moment, Yolanda was my favorite character. It just kept changing throughout, and I kept falling in love with these characters more and more and more in a way that, for some of them, I never have before. My appreciation for so many of these characters and these performers has really grown a lot from this show, from this this whole TV series on the whole. Dang it! Said it again. And so, anyway, I just would like to send a thank you to all the writers and all the performers and also to Bob Cushel. Yes. Uh, and everyone who's been involved thus far. We're going to miss Bob. Yes. Yeah. Do you have any other closing remarks, Steve? Uh, no, I don't. This is, you know what? A after talking about this episode, I like it more. I liked it okay at the outset, but I mean, it's still it's still no pig out. Let's not go off the deep end here. But okay. this was a really, really, really good episode for the Muppets. So, uh, how many stars do you give it then? Mm, out of ten. Uh, well, I still give pig out nine. So I'm going to give this. I'm going to give this a solid eight stars. I'm going to give it a solid eight point five. Ooh, just a one up me. Actually, to one half up me. Yes, yes, okay. because I go one half a step beyond. See, I don't do half stars. I don't do halves. I do half stars. Have you seen I do any stars of my... and integers. Mm hmm. Well, live your truth, Steve. Live your truth. I uh, think you. that brings us to the end of another episode of Let's Talk Muppets. <laughs> had to work the kazoo in somehow. Yes. I, I had to. It's, it's only fair. I worked in the, the ukulele, so. Yeah, yeah. you did. Uh, that was yeah. a ukulele? Uh, I couldn't tell what instrument it was, but it sounded good. It'll sound better in the audio that I send you. Yeah. Oh, that's good to know. All right. So anything else you'd like to say about, well, we've already said where they can find you. I mean, anything else that you'd like to add, Steve? Nope. 
In that case, we'll see you next time right here on Let's Talk Muppets. Ha! Got you. I got you. Unless I edit it out. Ah! I might. I might no, do it. You're they, a jerk if you do. They might just hear a big blank space there and have no idea what we're talking about right now. Well, they, they can probably guess based on the first two episodes. Yeah, they could never guess that I just said should be more fun, huh? Uh-huh. Yeah. Please subscribe to the 11 Point Collar YouTube channel and keep an eye out there for bonus content from this episode.